The Dallas Cowboys fired several coaches on Thursday. Which one was the most surprising? All that and more this episode of the Locked On Cowboys podcast. You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily Dallas Cowboys podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in. We'd like to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. Today's episode of the Locked On Cowboys podcast is presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Pick two to six players now, and if they score more or less than their prize pick projection, you can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. That is prizepicks.com, promo code locked on. I am Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. He is Landon McCool. Check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. Uh, Landon, the Cowboys let go several coaches on Thursday. I'm going to read them to you really quickly just to get them out. Uh, Joe Philbin, offensive line coach. Skip Pete, running back coach. George Edwards, uh, linebacker coach slash defensive assistant. Um, Leon Lett, uh, assistant defensive line coach. Rob Davis, assistant head coach. And Kyle Valero. I don't. I, I'm actually not familiar with him. But I think it's Valero. Kyle Valero, Valero. quality yeah. control coach. Mm-hmm. Um, of those, what is that? Six names. Which one is the most surprising to you? Kyle Valero, without a doubt. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I honestly, you know, like as you're reading the names, they're all kind of surprising, and and, and each for way. the yep. each for their own way. Can we just go through the list real quick? Because I, I honestly, I think that's. Um, so, I mean, obviously we start with the assistant head coach, um, Rob Davis. Right. And, and so mm-hmm. to me, that one is surprising because obviously it's a shot across the bow to Mike McCarthy. Right. Like, I mean, it's clear that this is the guy that McCarthy, you know, handpicked to come in to kind of help, you know, be an assistant coach, help organize things. He, I think he, he works as a locker room guy. He works as an organizational guy. He's a guy that, that McCarthy really trusts. So that plus the Joe Philbin uh, uh, firing, I think two, those two specifically definitely feel like, I don't know, wake-up calls to Mike McCarthy or, you know, hey, it's time to get moving on this but, uh, because those are definitely two of his guys for sure. All right, that's another question I have. We're going to get into some of these deeper because they're just more important, but why why make these moves now? Like, why does Mike McCarthy need to have a wake-up call? I listen. I get that they lost the 49ers. I get. I understand that. what you're saying. But what when you win, you go 24 and 10 over your last two games, and your starting quarterback is out for a, a chunk of those. Does 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 there need to be like some kind of hey warning shot to Mike McCarthy? <sighs> you know, look, it's interesting, right? Because it's what's what's funny is like. You go on Twitter, right, and everybody is just, like, interested in completely cleaning house, get rid of all these bums, which is totally normal, right? I, I think what's what's fascinating is that you're, you're right. Like, this doesn't make a ton of logical sense, I guess, with, like, a cohesive strategy with coaching, right? Like, it, it feels like they should, like, McCarthy has earned the opportunity to kind of run it back with his staff a little bit, maybe with some reconfigured, you know, uh, roster, but like to to kind of 
Like, look, if they go out and replace Philbin with like Mike Munchak or or someone like an sure. elite offensive line sure. coach, I, I totally understand. And and look, I I've had my own issues with Philbin at times, but I will say, rotating the offensive line, moving the offensive line, having them play different positions, that strategy worked way better than we all wanted to admit that it would. Especially this year, it really saved the Cowboys' bacon in a lot of different situations. Um, I'm a little confused as to why those guys are being forced to go outside of, you know, especially since like, they're not, I mean, Philbin is, is the offensive line coach, but Davis is like, he's not directly responsible Rob for Davis. like the, yep. yeah, the, the directly responsible for like the individual player position development. Right. So I, I yeah, yeah, like that's odd. The Philbin thing. I actually wonder if that doesn't predate, like that's the thing about this. Like we get these announcements now, but I also wonder like how much of this is like, oh, this has been coming. We just weren't aware. Well, I'll, like I want to say Tyler Smith, because, right? Like, <laughs> yes, yes, Tyler Smith, Terrence Steele, who we're gonna get to in a little bit. Uh, save the offensive line. Uh, my yeah. the other thing that's weird is you have two of your coordinators that are currently in the running for head coaching jobs: Kellen Moore in Carolina, Dan Quinn everywhere else. Why why do these now before you know if you're going to lose your coordinators or not, right? Wouldn't it make more sense just kind of let things play out and then move on? Or is it just as simple as we didn't think these guys were good enough, we're moving on and we're finding somebody else? I think it's that. I mean, I I think it's the, – the, the Davis and the Philbin one I think you put kind of almost separate, right? Because yeah. that seems like almost like a message. The, the 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 rest of the folks like it felt like you know Leon let that was surprising just because he's been here for so long and because Jerry likes him a lot and so I just assumed he would so that one's surprising like some of these other ones it's it, you know Skip Pete that was surprising just because I think Skip Pete's a good is a good uh, coach and honestly if all these guys that we would have listed I think Skip Pete was one of the ones that we probably would have thought would be back um, you know so it's, that one it's, is a little confusing to me because I mean it's clear the. The ownership likes him, but yeah, this is not a McCarthy hire. Like they've Skip Pete was a, was our running backs coach, you know, a decade ago. Yeah. You know, so it's right. like this is so this that, is not like it's a McCarthy guy. Yeah, we 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 can only read through. I mean, you know, peek through keyholes and read tea leaves. Uh, uh, you know, here because a lot of the stuff we just don't know. But like, yeah, was Mike McCarthy just not happy with the job that Skip Pete did developing the other other running backs. He kind of threw Tony Pollard under the bus a little bit midway through the season. Do you remember Skip Pete talking about how, you know, he's not very good after the 15th carry or whatever in a game. Yeah, but I, I also Skip Pete was the head coach, was the was the running back coach for t- Tony Pollard's most productive season so far. So it's I, like, I don't know. I mean, you know, I don't know. It is strange. So let's talk about the offensive line because I think that's, I think after your head coach and your two coordinators, the offensive line coach is your most important coach on the team. I want to talk about what the Cowboys might do there going into next season. Before we do that, I want to tell you guys about FanDuel. Uh, the NFL playoffs are here. We're really excited about the new sports betting partner that we have in FanDuel. It's the number one sports book in America. And if you're new to FanDuel, that's actually even better because they have so many great features that make betting on sports so fun and easy. If you are a new customer and you join today, you can get started with a $150 in free bets, which you can actually use as many ways as you want 
guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just sign up at fanduel.com slash locked on. FanDuel has all of your favorite bets from money lines to point spreads to player pop props to teasers to future bets, which are always my favorite. Plus, you can even combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay, all in an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. So football fans, don't miss out. Place your first $5 bet to get $150 in free bets, win or lose, at FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Thanks again for making Locked On Cowboys your first listen every single day. Subscribe to the Locked On NFL podcast and get daily conversations on the biggest NFL stories, plus in-depth analysis on the biggest games with NFL key predictions every Friday. And on Monday, local insiders cover the weekend with game-to-game episodes, Locked On NFL, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Lena, let's talk about Joe Philbin. Um, mm. How do you think he did as a overall over the last couple of years as a job? Do you think he did well? Do you think maybe the Cowboys should have been looking for a different offensive line coach? What are your thoughts here? I, I think that last year we would have uh, – I think it, it would have made more sense last year if he got fired, right? Like Because it felt like you know some of the, the, the tinkering he had done with – McGovern and and some of the lineup stuff uh, kind of changed the fortunes a little bit of the offensive line for the negative last season or 2021, every, whatever you want to call. Um, And then this season, it felt like some of that stuff that he had tried last year seemed to work. The running game got better. The offensive line seemed a little bit uh, better than it had been. And they definitely seemed more, let me say what you will about the, the results. They definitely seemed as, capable of absorbing injury as they had ever been in i don't know a decade probably they just like you know the ability to kind of have those guys and move them around and play in different spots ended up proving to be very very valuable um i have to think that this goes back to like what we just talked about that all the way back to the the whispers we heard about joe philbin not being happy about the tyler smith pick uh, you know, about the, the disagreement about Terrence Steele and, and his development and, and some of that stuff. I, I think, you know, the I, Connor I, Williams slash Connor McGovern battle that we had last year where Connor Williams was playing fairly well and then he got benched for Connor McGovern and then right back into the starting lineup. It just, it seems like to me there's a philosophical disagreement between how the front office wants to draft offensive linemen and how Joe Philbin wants to coach them. And look, I mean, I love offensive line. Duke Mayweather is the guy that we all kind of look to for a lot of the stuff. He's not a fan of Philbin at, at all. Like it sounds like he thinks that he can't develop. And 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 I take that opinion, you know, with with a high a level of of quality. Um, there, there's also I, another reason we should maybe listen to that a little bit. Is he happens to train with several of the starting offensive linemen for the Cowboys. So I've got a feeling if he's saying that he's probably speaking for them, right? Yeah. Or repeating what they're saying in trade. So it's possible. Yeah. And and beyond, beyond also that, like he sees the results, right? He's the one who's like, you know, doing their off season training. So he knows what they're being taught in the season. So, um, you know, look, that obviously has, has some weight to it. I don't know, man. Like it, it does seem like it's 
it's shocking because I think we all would have said before this, I, I would be surprised that Philbin gets cut because he's such a McCarthy guy. Um, and, you know, that's, I think that's the, 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 the production that he provided, I think you, you could say it's, it's, he could go either way. You could either give him another year or maybe that's enough. Let's try something new. Um, I think the thing that made this surprising was just his relationship with, with McCarthy. If he was so much worse then I think it, it would have been obvious yeah. a fire. Yeah. Uh, but I think he's kind of just was middle of the road. Uh, and that plus him being McCarthy's best buddy made him to me, like not someone I thought would be fired. Yeah. McCar- uh, Philbin was the assistant head coach in green Bay for a lot of years. He was the offensive line coach there for a while. He was the tight end coach. Like he did everything for Mike McCarthy. So for McCarthy, not to bring him back. Actually, let me say that. <laughs> the Cowboys not to bring him back <laughs> um, is a little surprising. We have heard a name already that the Cowboys could be interested in in bringing in for the offensive line coach. Coach, it is James Campen, who is the Panthers' current offensive line coach, who also happened to work with Mike McCarthy uh, back in Green Bay from Green 2007 Bay. to 2017 as their offensive line coach. So that's a name to keep an eye on. What's really interesting about that is it sounds like he will be back in Carolina if Steve Wilkes gets the job, right? Which would mean the Cowboys would have to go elsewhere. But if Steve Wilkes doesn't get the job, he's probably free. But who would Carolina likely hire instead of Steve Wilkes? Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore. So a lot of moving parts still here, but it seems like Campin is the number one guy that the Cowboys are targeting here. I talked to somebody that covers the Panthers and they said Campin was fantastic this year, getting that offensive line to play well. So I I don't know him well enough to say if it's an upgrade or downgrade or anything like that. I just know that he's well thought of around the league. Well, Campin was one of the names that we had we had talked about uh, when this first came up. Yeah. Uh, I, I think he – I don't think he was with Carolina at the time. I think maybe – he was with the he was with the Chargers and the yeah. the uh, Texans. Yeah, so I I I think that there had been you know when we were kind of fi- trying to figure out the McCarthy staff situation, um, I think Campen was one of the names that we had talked about at the time. Um, yeah, he's got he's got a pretty good reputation around the league to say the least. Um, I I you know the offensive line God coach is, is still out there, and uh, if you wanted to well, back one the of them, truck, the other ones in Cleveland right now, Bill yeah, Callahan. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I'd take Munchak over over Callahan, mm. honestly. Yeah, so we- I, I, I think Callahan's a better scheme guy, like as far as like maybe your run design guy. Um, but I think as far as training up offensive linemen, there's no one better than Munchak as far as I'm uh, concerned. We should mention Mike Munchak. He was last with the Broncos in 2021. Uh, when they fired that coaching staff, he did not return. Um, Munchak. Uh, from the same uh, town as uh, Mike McCarthy, P- Pennsylvania guy. Maybe that helps bring him Do in. You know, I, does that mean does that mean that you know him as well? Is, is no, it's a different part of PA. But uh, <laughs> I, I, listen, if you get Mike Munchak, I I don't know what his what he's doing. I know he's got family that lives in Denver, and he's getting a little bit older. He's sixty two. Maybe he's not all that interested in coaching, but. Maybe you want to get a home maybe, run higher. Maybe. I mean, you know, look, you don't get the opportunity to make $4 million as an offensive line coach. I don't know what they would pay him, but very often. I imagine yeah. that Jerry would 
dump whatever cash he needs to on him. I agree. Uh, I want to talk about George Edwards because I saw a lot yeah. of the form or saw a lot of the Cowboy players on Twitter uh, expressing how much they're going to miss George Edwards. Uh, let's do that right after this break. I want to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Pick two to six players, and if they score more or less than their Prize Pick projection, you can win up to twenty-five times your money on any entry. No competing against other people. It's just you versus the projections available. Prize Picks offers projections on any sport that you watch. This includes NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, PGA, college football, men's college basketball. Women's college basketball, soccer, WNBA, esports, NASCAR, tennis, MMA, boxing, disc golf, Euro basketball, cricket, and more. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. They are currently operational in over 30 states and in Canada. Just download the Price Pick app or go to pricepicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. That means if you deposit $100, Prize Picks will give you $100. You deposit $50, they'll give you $50. Don't forget to enter promo code locked on at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. All right, Lena, let's talk about George Edwards, who was hired uh, by the Cowboys to be a defensive assistant. Seemed like he really worked with the linebackers, especially Micah Parsons. Gotta say, this one was pretty surprising. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I think we all saw that, that, uh, Micah tweeted out a, a kind of a ni- very nice goodbye to to George, and I, you know I this one kind of falls under that surprise simply because of uh, the timing, right? Like this one sure. feels like like and maybe the Cowboys know something that we don't know about, you know Quinn and 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 possible, you know uh, Kelmore, but because I thought if I thought if Dan Quinn were to leave. This would be a great guy where I don't know if he'd be your defensive coordinator, but he would be a great stabilizing guy to keep if you promote sure. Joe Witt yeah. or whoever. Yeah, your exactly. Yeah, that's that. Honestly, I that was what I had envisioned as well is that Joe Witt becomes your defensive coordinator. Edwards becomes a very trusted top level lieutenant as, as he was. Right hand man, right? Yeah, right hand man, whatever you want to say. Um, and, and I think, yeah, it's it's surprising, I guess, the timing of it simply because. Like the you know he's being released with the, with a bunch of the guys that kind of implied that didn't do the job that you wanted right and so I I felt like it would have been you know unless George specifically asked for it or something like the timing of it is very is the most odd I would say uh, considering that it was done before the 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 you know we have a solution at at what is happening at defensive coordinator unless unless there was other opportunities out there for George Edwards yeah. To- you know, basically, hey, we're letting you out of your contract. That's what I would. You thinking, can go right? get, if you can go be somebody's linebacker coach or somebody's defensive coordinator. Great, go ahead. Um, otherwise, I, it's strange because it seems like the players love George Edwards. I mean, he is somebody who's very well respected. It'll run the league. He was here back in 1998 when he was the linebacker That's coach. Right. So That's right. I don't know. I don't know. I, I I tend to think that's what I tend to think it is is that he's requested this and he's trying to go find another job or something like that because it just doesn't really it doesn't well, make a ton of sense. And I saw our guy Brian Brada said, "Hey, this is a big loss for the Cowboys," and I, that's what made me think, yeah, maybe he wants to go out and 
maybe he's not, he's, he's done the most that he can here. Let me go out and be some, you know, help some other team or whatever. I could see that being the case. Well, I mean, he may just want more skin in the game. You know I mean? He's kind of just a consultant and he spent most of the last, you know, 15 years being a defensive coordinator. So uh, maybe he's looking to get back into that gig again. And there are some defensive coordinator jobs available. I, I wouldn't be surprised with a lot of these teams going with, younger offensive minded head coaches that they want to yeah, pair them yeah. with a, a little bit older grizzled veteran defensive coordinator like George Edwards, who was on a really good defense and he's got a, ton did a of great experience. job coaching up Micah Parsons. So uh, yeah. again, we don't have any insight information here. We're just kind of trying to figure out what's going on, but an interesting, interesting day for the Cowboys. We do know that Mike McCarthy has a press conference later today. Maybe we'll get some more information out of that. Knowing Mike McCarthy, I doubt it, Uh, but we'll see. So always a a busy time in Cowboys world. That is it for today's show. Thank you for tuning in. We want to thank you for making Locked On Cowboys your first listen today. For your second listen, check out the Locked On NFL podcast, bringing you the local insights you love to the national spotlight with daily conversations and the biggest NFL stories. Locked On NFL, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts, all the same places that you get the Locked On Cowboys podcast. We will be back tomorrow to answer more Twitter questions, assuming we don't get huge Cowboy news like we did last night and today. Uh, but, yes, we'll answer your Twitter questions. Go follow Landon at McCoolBCB. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. We'll see you guys next time.